Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I need information I thought you might be able to help. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Now tell us everything. everything. Jude Law and his girlfriend or fiance business psychologist Philippa Cohen shunned showbiz pals and invited only close family to a low-key ceremony and got married in London. It was a surprise ceremony. Um, You know, I was reading into him and no judgment at all, but he has five kids. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, he has, um, with actress Sadie Frost, um, he has three children with her and then uh, a couple of other kids with other women. And and uh, now he's marrying this woman. Mm. I hope it works out for them. She's gorgeous. Her name is Philippa Cohen. Um, he was wearing a, a very nice velvet blue suit mm. and a really cool hat. I like his style, you know? Yeah, he's so cute. He is Very cute. English. Yes. Isn't that? Yes. Wow. Uh, Diane Keaton, we love her. She is just always very honest and upfront. She was on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Yeah. And uh, she played the 10-second rule. So uh, it's like rapid-fire questions. It's sort of uh, set up like a game show. Yeah. And uh, the question was... Um, what is your uh, list three favorite uh, parts of a man? And she goes, oh, my God, the penis, the lips, and the tongue. <laughs> People just died. Oh, my gosh. Uh, she was on a promotional trail for in support of her new film, Palms. So she's been all over the place. Uh, and then she had to list the uh, three films she appeared in. She said, The Godfather, Hanging Up, and Looking for Mr. Goodbar. So, you know, sometimes when you're on the spot, I hate time challenges. I am not good at them at all. You get so nervous. Yes. Okay. uh, Justin Bieber is fighting through his anxiety one day at a time. He's trying to inspire others to do the same. Uh, He put a lengthy message on Instagram yesterday addressing his mental health struggles. Um, And he says, don't stop. Stop fighting the battle. Uh, The battle has already won. Fight for what you love and who you love. Don't let fear and anxiety win. And then he said, I haven't believed the truth about myself. I haven't believed I am loved. I haven't believed I am forgiven. It's a hard thing for me to wrap my head around. I hang my head in shame and I wallow in sadness about the people who have betrayed me. Oh, boy. It's a very honest statement there from him. I think it's always good to get things out. Wow. You know. I hope that he's, yeah, taking the time to... Well, not only do some self-reflection, looks like that's happening, mm-hmm. but also maybe try to mend some of those relationships. Yeah, obviously. Okay. Yeah, hopefully. And, and that's the latest dirt. You can find more on our website and our app, mytalk1071.com. I just needed some dirt. Thank you. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 8.20.
1220, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. Perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Doing well. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis. <laughs> I love in that the job. morning, I know. Uh, live, uh, I already told you that. You know where we are. It's My Talk 1071. It's uh, all, all Polka 1071. I'm Jace with Lex and America's favorite newest country Western star, Don McClain. The 7 at 7 will return on Monday. I am uh, pretty, I am neutered. I'm like a Bob Barker pet. Oh, yeah. my, uh, my, my computer is uh, just locked me out. Anyone that works in an office can relate to this. And my IT guy here at the FOX, understandably, is still in bed. Yeah. So uh, I sleep. have nothing. <laughs> I, I, like Whitney, I have nothing. <laughs> nothing. Uh, so I they didn't do try to seven. spade you, so that's good. We're going to do that actually in the 8 o'clock hour, Lex. We're going oh, to okay. spade right. neuter Ooh, me Oh, no, both? In the eight top of, yeah, both. Why not? Double uh, double your pleasure, double your fun. <laughs> um, so the 7 to 7 will return on uh, Monday, and I apologize. Uh, however, girl. What? Dawn. Yes. Girl and Dawn. <laughs> girl and Dawn. I, don't know. I couldn't. I was trying to think of another. I was trying to think of another. I was going to go girl. Oh. And other girl. Um, <laughs> so in uh, as I'm writing the 7 at 7, I have, I always have. The uh, CBS this morning on because I love their eye opener, which if you don't know what the eye opener is, it's a finely edited 90 seconds of clips from the last 24 hours. It, it, they always, you know, uh, Charlie Rose used to say it. And now like Nora or Gail and uh, they say, you know, your world in 90 seconds. OK, so we told you in the six o'clock and if you go on the Internet, you'll see one of the most Googled stories today. It's, I think it's number four in Google News is the fact that page six is reporting that Gail King is pushing out Nora O'Donnell mm. out of CBS this morning, dot, dot, dot. And the new boss at CBS News is making historic changes like all at once. This is rarely done in news departments, but she's shifting a whole bunch of people all at once. Well, so Gail is off today, which I the minute I saw that, I'm like, oh, this is horrible timing. You know, a day after these rumors hit the press. So they come out, Nora introduces the show, and before she gets to the lead story, she looks right in the camera. She goes, and we are we are here at CBS headquarters reading things with great interest, and we will discuss them all Monday when Gail returns. And I was like, oh, girl, Monday oh, is going to be boy. very interesting. Oh. She's like, we will address it all on Monday when Gail returns. But I loved how she said, we are reading things with great interest over here. So, hey, you know what? I'm glad she just said something about it and didn't pretend like this big elephant is in the room. Yeah, because I'm and I'm glad they let her. Or maybe she went Sarah Palin. Maybe she went rogue. Because some <laughs> some bosses would be like, "Don't say anything." But Nora's, you know, Nora went rogue. I hope. Well, we're looking forward to Monday now. Oh, oh, see what's yes. going on. Because you're right. Oh. Rumors are swirling around. Yeah, who's going where and what's happening? Yeah, because we said in the six, I don't buy for one minute that Nora and Gail don't get along. I think these writers, I think these gossip writers love to pit two women against each other uh, because it it makes for uh, makes for good copy. It's the old cat fight thing. It's, you know, it's not interesting to say they get along. No, gosh forbid two professional women uh, that are at the top of their game 
they they have to hate each other. They, they they just can't respect each other. They have to hate each other. And I just think that's not fair. Mm-mm. I think it's sexist because you don't read this stuff about Brian Williams and Lester Holt. You know, no. Um, I and I always I've always thought that it's just it, it's it, even worse for women of color as well. Yes, you know they really want to make like the angry black woman thing. You know, something still a lot, and I just always think about that and keep that in my mind when you hear stories about, you know, this person is fighting with her. You know, it's just like, nope, nope, I'm not going to fall for that. Sorry. No, you're at Dawn. That's such a good point. Yep. Yeah, and I'm just hoping the narrative after this is not, oh, they couldn't see each other. So Nora O'Donnell went to the evening news when. We've been talking about that for a long time now, that that's probably what is going to happen. It has nothing to do with her relationship with Gail. She wants to be closer to her family. And what a great opportunity for her to yes. do the evening news. Another woman, another woman ascending to that, you know, and, and my talkers, you, you you have no reason to know this. But in the world of news, even in 2019, uh, as you know, as journalists have taken a hit and people don't really look fondly on journalists. But even in 2019, it's still a big deal to be the anchor of a network evening news show. It's not as yes. prestigious as it was during the Walter Cronkite days, but it's still a big deal. It, you know, Barbara Walters was the first woman to co-anchor uh, an evening newscast for ABC. Katie Couric, my ex-wife, was the first <laughs> woman to solo uh, anchor yep. uh, evening newscast for CBS. And now Nora, I, I think it's I hope she gets it because. I love how she reads. They call it read style. I love how I love her voice. I love her interviews with politicians. She hammers both sides, and I love that. She swallows them. I love when a politician goes with her in front of her, and they think they're going to get away with something. Oh, girl. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, you're not going to get away with anything. You get that Nora stare. That's right. Those big blue eyes. I'm like, yeah. ooh. If I was her kid, I would be so scared. Because those big eyes. Oh, those big, beautiful eyes. Uh-uh. No words. She just looks at you and you're like, ooh, okay. It, I'll get in place. About, I'll spank myself. We've talked about this before. Isn't it like with our with your own parents? It was never the yelling. It was the look. Oh, it was. Yes. It was one particular look from your mom would scare the granite panties right off you. Am I right? It, it, it Amen. Wasn't just the look. Yeah. Oh. Who was, Lex, I've asked you this before, and I, I, my apologies for not remembering. Who was tougher, your mom or your dad with you? Um, you know, my mom was, she stayed at home with us until my youngest brother was like in middle school. So the, always the threat was when your dad comes home. Oh. So I think in terms of Geary was probably more my dad, not really his own, you know, of his own. It wasn't by design by for yeah. him, but I think in my mind, he was scarier. Yeah. Dawn, how about for you? Who was, mm. who could you not get away with? Oh, stuff with? well, my mom, she would not, if she was mad at me, she just wouldn't talk to me sometimes ooh, for ooh. like a couple of weeks. Oh, oh. And so I was terrified of her. I that's why I don't really like confrontation because I was just so so scared. I never yeah. knew what I did wrong. There was never any discussion about this is why I'm disappointed or anything. So I have a super hard time with that. It still affects me. I'm, you know, and now yeah. I've just let it because it affected me so much. Now I've just with her. I don't really. I I just have to just don't not care. I hate to say that, but I have to just go. Okay, well, 
you know what, she's feeling the way she's feeling, and I don't know what that is because she won't say anything. So I just have to go, oh, well. Oh, well. So get yeah. over it. I don't know. It's, mm. it's weird. My mom weird. for me was only because, um, you know, my dad didn't have a lot to do with me. I mean, I was a, I, my, when my dad would yell, it would freak me out, but because um, it was so rare that we had any communication. But, uh, but no, Dar, ooh, just it was <laughs> yeah, the the disappointing her. You know oh, what I mean? When yeah, she would yeah. say that I disappointed her. Um, that is when it would it would devastate me is when she would say that and she would look at me oh my goodness and yeah it would just turn me into putty just yeah. just some just pile a pile of mud I, yeah, I'm one, I'm really glad that there's you know different ways to parent now <laughs> you know sometimes people get frustrated with kids that you know you could say that it's talking back but at least kids now feel like they can speak up because there's nothing worse than like feeling like you can't say anything out of fear just in general, you know? Yeah. So, you know, the kids will be like, I don't want to do that. Or, you know, I would have never said I didn't like a meal, Mm. that I didn't want to do something. I mean, I would, it just wasn't an option, you know? So that's not good. That kind of shuts you down. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you just, I just ate everything that was put in front of me or I just did what I was told and didn't question things. As far as like being a good kid, it wasn't about being good. It was about being afraid. (laughs) Yeah, you know? totally. Yeah. Yep. And and yep. that's that no way fear. to live, you know. It so. is uh, coming yeah. up on it's coming up on 7:14 when we return. Alexis has affected uh, a lot of change uh vis-a-vis our show. Uh we got Dunkin Donuts uh to return to the Twin Cities uh for a time. Uh she helped normalize relations with Cuba. Uh and now she has affected change in Hollywood <laughs> with a certain rodent. Is it a rodent? <laughs> Or is a mammal? I don't know. Yeah. With a certain, with a certain animal, you'll see what we're talking yeah, about. What? <laughs> An animated rodent, Lex. Think about it. <gasps> Got it. <laughs> I was like, where the heck are you going? I'm like, are you giving me credit for Cuba? You know, I'm like, what? we always give you credit for Cuba. That was my pun. No, no, I know. I was. Oh. I just always think of a pipeline oh to President Obama going. Hey, it's time to. No, it's time to certain- open that animated critter and i got you now i'm on board that was fantastic watching the light bulb oh oh that's it i get it i get where this <laughs> like, ball's going what rodent are we talking about here okay yes thank well, goodness gonna, then now you're gonna find out what we're talking about <laughs> when we return uh, waking up this morning sad news peter mayhew the seven foot three former hostage. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hospital Orderly, who uh, signed on in the late 70s to play Chewbacca in the original Star Wars trilogy, passed away at his Texas home uh, yesterday um, after he uh, battled illness for several years. Uh, he was in five. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, five Star Wars films. Uh, he played Chewie. He played it uh, in Revenge of the Sith, the original three, and Force Awakens. And uh, 73 years old, uh, Peter Mayhew was. I got to meet him once. Uh, Peter was here in the Twin Cities, and I interviewed him, I, I believe, in 09 and 10. And he was just um, it's such a cliche, but he was a gentle giant. He was a, a very dignified, very, very nice man. I mean, it was just, again, I always watch how these people treat the crew. And he went to, because all the crew was just, we're all nerds here. <laughs> we're all nerds. And he took about 100 pictures. Oh. And this person kept telling them they had to go to the next station. And Peter kind of shoot him away. And I always <laughs> love when they do that to the PR people. Peter was like, pop, 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 pop. He goes, we have, we there's have people time. here. There, he goes, there's people here waiting. And I love, I remember that. And, you know, how could you say no to a seven foot three man? Yeah, I was going to say, he towers over you. So yeah. his presence alone. Yeah, but he, uh, yeah. So there we go. I think it's time now for a Chewy solo movie. Just, just Chewy? So just Chewy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't you think it's time? In honor of Peter. Or maybe like a, maybe a series. Mm-hmm. A Chewy, like a Wookiee show would be good. You know, for he has Disney a wife, Plus. right? Yeah, he does. You told me about yeah. that. The, you yeah. You guys wanted Let's to learn see about that. Chewbacca, love, right? Chewbacca yeah. has a wife. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chew Mama. Coming up on 722. Let's go back in time. Now, uh, Dawn, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Um, it's, can you pull out? I know it's a little heavy. Can you pull out the, the time machine? We need to go back to, t- to yesterday. Sure. We need to go back to Okay, here yeah. we go. Here we go. <laughs> Alexis brought us a story that she was horrified. She was scared. She was having nightmares about the live action, the computer animated live action uh, movie based on Sonic the Hedgehog. A uh, video game from the '90s, uh, and they made it computer generated. And Lex, your biggest oh. beef with the design was what? That first trailer, his teeth. His teeth. They were too human. The hedgehog had human teeth. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was very alarming to see that. And Don, you were alarmed as well. It frightened uh, you as well. Yeah, I I don't know what it is. I think his body bothers me just <laughs> yeah, as his much. Legs. His he looks like it's just like. Um, a, a thin-looking guy, this body, like a runner's body, <laughs> with a weird head on top of it, with weird teeth. The incisors weren't long enough. Mm-hmm. And just in general, it's nothing like a hedgehog's body. <laughs> no. <laughs> or the cartoon, or or the video game. You know, yeah, no, like his little. Maybe I'm wrong about that. And well, no, Don oh, no, no, Alexis, no. I am wrong about it. Because he is a skinny little thing, but why? Still looks weird. I'm here to deliver good news to both of you fine ladies. Here we go. Here's the headline from Entertainment Weekly. Mm -hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog director promises Sonic will be redesigned after (gasps) fan criticism. (laughs) Oh, God. How sad. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood uh, has heard your cries of despair 
An account believed to be that of the film's director tweeted reassurances that the character would be redesigned before the film's release. Quote, (laughs) the message is loud and clear. You aren't happy with the design and you want changes. It's going to happen. Everyone at Paramount and Saga are fully committed to making this character the best he can be. Hashtag gotta fix fast. (laughs) Oh, no. I kind of feel bad. I know he runs and he's super fast. Maybe that's why he's so thin. Yeah. So, Lex, Dawn, they heard you, girl. They heard you. His teeth. Just fix that. Yeah. His teeth are weird. It's like he has on porcelain veneers. It does. It's like Mr. Ed, yeah, chiclet teeth. He doesn't have that. I didn't mind it so much, but then the more, like when I read the story last night, uh, the more I looked at it, then the more I was bothered. I thought you were right. I was like, oh, no, this is weird. There's also it's, been comparisons to the cat in the hat. Oh, Mike Myers. Oh, that was the other thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that movie at all. Yeah. Like, oh, that was horrible. I, I liked The Grinch. I like Jim Carrey's The Grinch, but no, 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 no. And Jim Carrey's in Sonic the Hedgehog, too. He's a villain. Mm -hmm. Oh, he is? Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised he did this movie. Seeing how serious he's been with his art lately. And, you know, I think it's good for him. uh, Jim Carrey's a comic genius to me. I love love Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. He's back to the slapstick. Yeah, I love this. Uh 725, one more little story. And then uh, coming up, we have Passing Notes, which I walked in yesterday. I was in the studio yesterday. And I walked in on Rocco and B. Arthur plotting. Oh, no. I don't know what what it's about because it just says it's a passing notes. It's from an old friend. Yeah. It says I haven't listened to it. I walked in, Lex, on Rocco and B. Arthur, and they both stopped talking. (gasps) And Rocco Mm. smiled at me. And all I heard was passing notes as I walked in. And I'm like, oh, "Oh, they're up to something. Oh, I can't wait. They're up to something. (laughs) Uh, But, Dawn, I got to hear the story because everyone, uh, everyone out there... Are you looking to hire a chef for a party? Oh maybe my having, gosh! Maybe you're having a little, like a little poobah thing this weekend, yeah. or maybe you're having a barbecue. You're looking for a chef. Well, Dawn, oh yeah, has a chef for you. Um, mm. I do actually. It used to be the queen's <laughs> chef, uh, and he was the queen's chef uh, for a number of years in the '80s. You can go on a culinary tour with him as he prepares dishes and meals that he paired for mm. the queen. Uh, from 1982 until 1993. Uh, wow. He was, yeah, worked at Kensington oh Palace God. to work for Princess Diana, Prince William, Prince Harry until Diana's death in 1997. Um, his name is Darren McGrady, personal chef for the Royals for 15 years. What you do, it's in June, and you go to London, you get insider information, you go on all the normal tours that you would in London about the royal family, but it's accessed through him. And then you get to stay in a 25-bedroom mansion, complete with a butler service, and he cooks for you every night. Whoa, how much does that cost? It's a week, and it's only $5,800. Okay, that's not bad. For something that's so exclusive, and if you're a huge fan of food, which who isn't, and also anything British or royal, and knowing the inside information about, you know, how exactly the queen likes things cooked or Prince William. No seafood, right? Is this the same? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, So 
I just think that that's a really cool experience. And if I had the money, man, if I was super rich and just had money, I would spend so much oh. of it on dumb things like this. I <laughs> this mean, is, honestly. This is a good memory. I don't think it's dumb. I no. think it's a good memory. Like, you yeah. will remember that forever. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, I would totally Great do way this. for this former chef of the queen yeah. to get it done, make some money. Yeah. 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 Wow. I mean, this is, these are meals made, what, in the 80s? Uh, well, he's bringing back? Yeah, uh, from 82 to 93. Okay. So, um, yeah, and then oh, he moved awesome. into uh, with Prince Diana and Prince William and Prince Harry until Prince Diana's death in 97. So, so I would totally years. do this. Wow. So would cool. Absolutely. And then you can take, uh, while you're there, after, you can just go take the Great British Bake Off. You can actually cook <laughs> with them, and they have little... Um, those are super affordable. You can just uh, they there's a website. I'll put a link to it where you can see when they're doing. You know, I'm leaving chefs. now. I know. Oh. Oh, <laughs> and then that. you can come back and try to work off all the yep. the food that you ate. Yep. I'll get <laughs> on the treadmill weeks. for about yeah. four weeks. Yeah. Yes. Coming up on 7:29, we have no idea what's in store, uh, but it is Friday, <laughs> and that means it's passing notes with Don McLean. We'll be right back. We got an update. It looks like the plotting for birth, for uh, passing notes is for an upcoming uh, passing notes, which is oh uh, yeah. So I walked in on a meeting about a future passing notes that involves B. Arthur. Oh, they're up, they're up to something. I don't know what these two are up to, but Rocco, I'm talking about our uh, production guru Rocco and B. Arthur, our hose beast of a boss. But uh, but Rocco just texted all three of us. He said, today's is still good. Mm. But the plotting that I walked in on yesterday, the hush-hush uh-huh. plotting was for a future <laughs> passing notes. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. 734. Don't get Jason, too excited, he says. Uh, basically, that's, yeah, I know. I, uh, Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm talking with a 7-1. Thanks for being here, everybody. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McClain. Uh, let's get right to it. Uh, passing notes, Don McClain. Yep, I don't know what this is, but it says it's from an old friend. Mm. Are you passing a note? She passes me notes in class all the time. Do you want to pass me a note and have me circle yes or no? This is Passing Notes on Jason and Alexis. Old high school notes that producer Don found read aloud by the MyTalk players. It was sweet. We held hands and passed notes. And you are to read that letter in front of my class. Read it out loud. Don, what's up? Aw, Kenny the Traffic Kitty. Now we're daily on the Garage Logic Podcast at podcast1.com or wherever you find your podcast. Bet you didn't expect to get a letter from me. I seem to find every excuses there is to avoid ridding you. You might remember this guy has a bit of a spelling problem. Not that I didn't want to, but well, you know. Welp. I just read your letter and I want you to know I could never forget you and your beautiful dot 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 smile. Yeah. Good one. But I would hate for you to think that because you mean the world to me. <laughs> like every time I'm away from you, it's like I'm putting on a show for everyone because I'm really hurt. Oh. I guess you could say from being away from you, and I will wait for as long as it takes for you to come around. <laughs> that sounds good. Will? I think he meant well. I will. got to thinking. 
and I've heard it, but I don't know if you're just saying those words, or what. Do you realize how hard it is to misspell the word or? O-R? I only hope you care half as much as I care for you. Don, I only want the best for you. Bye. From your dearest darling, Jason. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh. Kitty, the traffic kitty. Oh. Oh, it's the return of Jason. Oh, my gosh. There was more from him. Wow. wow. Oh, boy. Remind, remind everyone who Jason was. Jason went to public school. He went to Glendale. Um, he was really cute. He's, uh, he's actually his parents... Um, had a cabin at Lake of the Ozarks where the film Oz- or the the Netflix show Ozark was set. Yeah. Uh, so his parents had this cabin on the lake, and uh, I was 15 when I dated him. We didn't see each other a lot, so I had to pass notes to a guy named Matt who would give those notes to him when he saw him at um, this this city league basketball. Um, practice that they had together so it wasn't even i didn't get to talk on the phone a lot so it was really like an old-timey relationship where we wrote a lot of letters back and forth (laughs) oh my gosh funny story about whenever um one time i was allowed i can't believe my parents let me do this um they let me go a couple of times go stay at the cabin with his parents for the weekend with you know, and oh. we have separate bedrooms and stuff, but I mean, we're 15, so you know, yeah, they make an out going on. Uh-huh. His parents also like to drink heavily, so those times that I went to the lake, I had my driver's permit, <laughs> and those lake roads are like really because it's like you'll be up on the hill and then you'll go down to these bars and restaurants and stuff closer to the water, yeah. Um, and so it's windy roads. They had a Mercedes. And they would like they would get trash and then I would drive home. I just well, had a permit and they're like his parents are like making out in the back seat and oh they're wasted. Oh. They probably didn't even know you were there. Oh my gosh. Or they didn't care. No, they're like, hey, can you drive? And I'm like, <laughs> okay. But I was super scared because I just had my permit and he's like, Jason was like in the front seat and we're like white knuckling it. We're like, okay, we can do this, you know. And his parents are like, weirdly making out drunk. <laughs> <laughs> a crazy time. Oh, I also you for were the, the safest answer though, for sure. Uh, for the first time, I had eggs that were like sunny side up, and I thought I was gonna. Mm, I of course didn't say anything, but they made me breakfast in the morning, and they made eggs that way. And I was like, I was only scrambled eggs, girl. So oh, I was like, they gave me toast, and they're like yolky. dipping it in there, and I'm like, well. Oh. So then I, after that, I never ever have had eggs that way again. I just can't I'm do with it. you. Oh. I don't like eggs like that. Yeah. I no 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 no. Oh. I do not. No no but no no. Yum. It depends on the day. I like it all. Really? Yeah. Mm. You can go back and forth. Yeah. If I've got a good rye toast, oh. I love that. Dip that I baby love that in you're there. Very, I love that you're very specific. <laughs> with, it has to be some damn rye. Yeah. Uh, like, or some sourdough. Mm. Gosh. Oh. Toast it I up. Like, and dip it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. Real crispy I, on the bottom. Mm. I, I do not like runny eggs. <laughs> I, I'm with you, Don. Don, can you eat it to this day? Can you? No, no. I, that no? was that one time that I did it, that and was I it? was too polite to say I don't like it like this. I'm yeah. not going to eat. Like I ate them, and I was like felt oh gagging almost the whole sick time because it was just not. I wasn't used to eating. Basically, it's just like a runny raw. You know the when they're really. 
like that. It's just not cooked. And yeah. I was like, oh, so grossed out. Oh, they were disgusting. hungover. <laughs> They're drinking again in the morning. I was like, dang. <laughs> wow, hair of the yeah. dog. I mean, wow. they, they were partiers. Definitely, uh, yeah. Had high-profile jobs. Definitely. I mean, this was their their normal house was just enormous. And then they had this beautiful lake home. Wow. You know, hard, so. play hard, huh? Yeah, yeah I guess so. Eat running. I'm eggs, like, oh, they're yeah. drinking again. It's 8 a.m. What's going on? <laughs> What's Bloody Marys? At, I'm like, okay. <laughs> look at these people. Coming from people like, my mom doesn't drink at all. You yeah. know, I was like. <laughs> to <laughs> knocking out some Bloody Marys Jeez. at uh, 8 a.m. <laughs> and I'm the designated driver. That's why they really wanted me up there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, funny. We only behave like that at the cabin. That's that's the that's when we <laughs> yeah, start. Well, we usually yeah. wait till about eleven, though. To be fair, so <laughs> right seven forty one. We are a proud partner of Shop Till You Drag, produced by Flip Phone Events. Hey, Chad. It's 2019's biggest drag show in a mall. Coming to Rosedale Center on Sunday, May 19th, starting at 2.30. Uh, Tickets are on sale now, everybody. Or listen to Lori and Julia for your chance to win Ooh. VIP seats. Ooh. Which include a meet and greet with some of the uh, uh, some of your favorite nationally known queens, plus show host Carson Cressley. You can learn more details at mytalk 1071com We also got an email last night. We can't say anything yet. We didn't get the official go. But we have a an inaugural really oh, cool event. Yes. Did you like this? Lex? I love this. Yeah, Don. Did you get it? Did, did you get the email? Oh yeah, I, I yeah. love it. I can't wait to talk about it. I know we can't say anything, my talkers. We can't not yet. Yay. We may be able to if we get an email sometime in the next hour and twenty minutes. But we have a really cool event that we think you're going to love. Mm-hmm. Um, a good summer event. So. Just a little tease there. 742, when we come back, what do American accents sound like to British folks? Uh Um, Dawn has the answer when we return. And now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, Dad. From Alexis. Here's one from listener Linda. Why did the pilgrim's pants always fall down? Because they wore their belt buckles on their hats. <laughs> this has been a dad joke. It's very funny, Dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Buckles misplaced. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. That was a good so, one. Hmm. That, was a, that was a quality mm, one. Yeah, thanks, guys. Jason and Alexis. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Again, you hear that uh, scraping to the bottom of the barrel. Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a little bit left out here. <laughs> That's right. Here you go. You need some new dad jokes. You got any? Send them. Send them our way. Yeah. Thank you. You just heard Rocco <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel right there. <laughs> 748 Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 everything entertainment everything coffee pods I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn McLean uh now Dawn um uh people sometimes say like uh, I'm sure they said it about you when you first arrived from Missouri that oh Dawn has a little bit of an accent people still think that I have a little bit of an accent from Indiana and Chicago uh but but American accents in general uh, sound very, very different to <laughs> yeah. British folks. Am I right on this? Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. You can't, just going back to what you said, you can't hear your own accent. I talk about no. this all the time with MC because he hears an accent with me. I think I'm very neutral, and I will point out whenever he sounds very Minnesota. <laughs> He's like, well, you know, he'll point out when I, because even on our app, it says that I have a southern drawl. And I'm like, I don't 
think so. I, no. I don't know. What do you mean? It, what do you mean I, on our app? It says you have a it southern says, draw. It describes our show, and it says when it lists me, it says that I have a southern drawl. Oh, I'm like, oh, okay, oh. well, that's I don't know who wrote who that. Who the but hell wrote that? <laughs> maybe that was a couple of years ago, and it sounded different. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, somebody asked the question out there. You know, uh, how do British people? Uh, do British people think all American accents sound hot? Like we think all British accents pretty much sound hot. Yeah. Somebody searched Twitter and found all of the non-American, the British people and what they said about American accents. Uh oh. I think it's going to surprise you. It was an overwhelming re- opinion that was kind of the same. Here's a few. Why do American accents sound so different in person than when they do on TV? <laughs> Because they're used to watching so many shows that are American shows. We're watching Fargo. Yeah. Well, no, just like in general, American accents sound so normal on TV. But as soon as you hear one in real life, it's terrifying and violent. And all you can do is run. (gasps) What? American accents sound class in films. But when I actually meet an American, they sound like nasally gimps. (gasps) Oh, oh my goodness. Um, Ouchie. It's just alarming to them. Um, American accents sound so much stronger in real life. Every time I talk to my cousins, I guess this girl has American cousins, I'm like, whoa. Um, Also, a lot of people said that they sound fake. Talked to a couple of Americans yesterday. So many American accents sound like fake American accents. (laughs) What? Um, Here's another one. Why do American accents sound all right in films, but when they're in... um, when I'm talking to them in person, it's the cheesiest accent ever. It's intense. It sounds normal. Just overwhelming. They say in media, it seems fine to them. Like they have in their mind, that's an American accent. But then when they really talk to an American person, it's way more intense and doesn't sound real. And they don't like it. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Well. American accents sound fake outside of Netflix, and no one can convince me otherwise. <laughs> Why do American accents Gosh. sound so cool on TV, but in person they sound so weird? Why is that? Why is... What do you mean I weird? don't know. We can't get the perspective, because we only well, hear ourselves. Well, yeah, I'm just thinking in the reverse. They British, do they sound different on TV versus... Well, in person, I think you're only hearing a couple just from my experience. Like, for instance, my ex-boyfriend is from um, Sheffield, which is sort of like the Midwest. So is mine. Of, oh, really? Oh, you're no, fake. Oh, sad, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I was from Sheffield, Ohio. Oh, right, right. Um, it, it was Northfield. just he, it's kind of like the Midwest. So it's yeah. a different accent. And then I learned because I visited him and talked to a lot of his friends. There's a specific like Midwest type english accent we're only hearing either a very like we'll hear something from essex or something that sounds cockney or a higher british like elevated speech it's like because it has to do with class and then you get outside of there and you're like oh my gosh manchester sounds completely different from you know no right no i get that with the different dialects i'm Uh just saying like a, a, a comparison of you know a someone yeah the cockney sound and then in real life the same accent or the same dialect or whatever, you know, of the sound, do they sound the same? Oh, yeah. And is that, I guess that's what I'm getting from those tweets that even if, like, it also, yeah, because we have so many different, right. We have so many different accents. I mean, there are like 
probably at least 10 that you could yeah around the country. So they're probably only hearing a couple. Well, if they're talking, if they're like watching Clueless and they go to California. Yeah. Most, mm-hmm. Will, does it sound the same? I don't yeah. know. Just. They uh. definitely always, as far as hotness goes, British guys love a Southern accent. If they're into American accents, it's just that they would like ask me, can you talk like talk like you're from the South? And they're like, oh, man, like his mm. friends that were hockey players. I'm like, I mean, OK, <laughs> I can talk like this if you want me to. And they're like, oh, God. I'm like, oh, God. Okay. Huh. <laughs> well, <laughs> they only hear the difference between like Southern and I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, Col- Colin just texted. He's listening. He's up now. Yeah. He goes, I wonder if these people are hearing regional dialects. Like I yeah. nor New York, yeah, Southern, and they et don't normally hear that. They just yeah. hear actors who are taught to be neutral. Like I had many classes in college in theater to neutralize my accent and not, you know, not say fur instead of for, yeah. you know, and so maybe it just becomes one accent to them. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all the same. Like <laughs> they, think every, they think if they hear someone in Kentucky, that's what we all sound like, you know? Yeah. yeah. I guess I feel that way about Downton Abbey. I'm like, oh, they must all sound like that. Yeah. But no. And I actually have to have subtitles on when I'm watching that. So <laughs> For like, sure. What did they just say? Mm-hmm. Do you? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. that's interesting. It's harder I, well, for me to understand. You know, I, you know, my husband has an accent, Puerto Rico yeah. and the Spanish. I, I can easily understand. But some, some of the English, I'm like, whoa. You are speaking English, but I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> so, oh, no. Put them, really? Yeah. I mean, he needs them, too, for a different reason, but I do need them as well. Mm. <laughs> you guys ever put the subtitles on? I do. I did for Lord of the Rings. Mm. I, I do for Game of Thrones. Yeah, I do mm-hmm. for Game of Thrones, too. Because they're a bunch of different... I mean, you have the... They're speaking a bunch of different languages on top of it. Yes. I can't understand sometimes what Jon Snow is saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, Same thing. I do sometimes for Lori and Julia, too. I have to turn yeah. on the subtitles. Oh, God. <laughs> when they're available. Yeah. No. Donnie's like, forget it. I don't even know what they're I saying. I don't know. I don't know what she said. What did Lori just What did Julia oh, just say? Gosh. I have no idea. I, I, don't, I don't have a clue. Seven, That's the beauty. Yeah. 7.55, everybody. When we come back, I had a very, very special night last night. I, at 44 years old, went to prom. I will tell you about that. But in the meantime, please follow us on social media. We're always up to something, and there's usually nudity. Uh, Lex in the Cities, Dawn and Dark, and Jason Matheson. We'll be back right after these words. Day.